Welcome back to what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. I'm Vincent Lancey, speaker and author of the book Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. Want to know what it's really like to be an entrepreneur? Well, you came to the right place. Whether you're already an entrepreneur, are looking to start your journey tomorrow, or someone who needs a little extra motivation to get through the day, this is the perfect podcast for you. This is the place where you will learn exactly what it's like in the world of entrepreneurship and hear real-life, authentic stories of entrepreneurs grinding on each episode. My goal for this podcast is to help you realize that giving up is never an option. Mike was the photographer at my book release up in New York, but has a much larger portfolio and story to share. I'm happy to now introduce to you Mike Gorman. Awesome. Pumped to be on the show. Thanks for having me. It was great to meet you last week at the uh, at the <clears throat> at the book signing. Pumped to like be there and just experience that. It's great to have you on the show and also great to see you again. Mike, why don't you share your story and what you're working on today? So I went to school at Marist College in upstate New York and I went to school, got a degree in systems programming and after college, I got a job working on Wall Street as a systems, systems programmer, and I have since quit to uh, pursue my passion, which is photo, video, and um, everything, <clears throat> everything that kind of combines art with uh, technology. Yeah, I'm excited for our listeners to hear your episode today. It sounds like a true entrepreneurial journey headed our way. Mike, something I do each week is I share an entrepreneurial story that is sure to inspire our listeners. And today I'll quickly introduce the story of a pretty famous name, Walt Disney. Everybody knows the names, but not many people know his story. He grew up as a farm boy and eventually tried to be a newspaper cartoonist, but ended up making ads for magazines and newspapers instead. Soon, he moved up the industry ladder, leaping up to a commercial gig. This opportunity sparked his animation interest, and no surprise here, soon opened his very own animation company. His first original creation and character was Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Unfortunately, his idea had officially been owned by Universal Pictures because he was under contract at the time. He didn't want Universal to get the last laugh. He continued to work hard and was very motivated, maybe more than ever. Leaving Universal meant he needed to find a suitable replacement for Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Here came Mickey Mouse. Like many of you entrepreneurs out there, he wasn't satisfied and began working on another endeavor to supplement his first in addition to his amusement parks. He was quoted saying, I want it to look like nothing else in the world. And well, I think he did that. Mike, you've ever been down to Disney? Uh, yeah, back in the day when I was a kid. Yeah, what memories do you have from there? What was your favorite ride? Oh, you know, I didn't love the rides because I think I went too late. And, you know, we always used to go to like Six Flags. And I was really into like Six Flags' rides. And then, so Disney just in my opinion, just didn't have like the thrill that Six Flags had. I would honestly, I, I loved, I loved, um, the, I loved all, all Disney's water parks. I yeah, thought their awesome. water parks are a 10 out of 10. Um, like Blizzard, Blizzard Beach, I think is the one. Yeah, cool. I remember loving that. And then I guess my biggest memory from Disney was just honestly like Epcot and like how bored I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have the food, and, the food and wine festival. I go for that, which is nice. Try out different foods from around the world and some drinks. Yeah, it's cool. I feel like Epcot is definitely one that you appreciate more when you're older. Yeah, but yeah, like when sure. I was a kid and I just wanted to go on the rides and my parents took me to Epcot, it was like such a buzzkill. <laughs> yeah. Great. So that's a great story. And now we're going to get into the big five. Each week, my guest and I will go over these five questions to help you learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. So here's question number one, Mike. 
When did you realize that you weren't happy with what you were doing or that you simply just needed a change? Please talk about your business. So, yeah. So after college, like I said, I went to work at a company called DTCC on Wall Street and it was cool. I mean, it was a great job. You know, everything that I really could have wanted in like from my degree and from college I had and I just wasn't happy. You know, I specifically remember being at my desk in my cubicle and sort of looking over to the guy at my right who was like 40 years older than me and still had like the same sort of position as me like he he just yeah. made more but like yeah. we were both like systems programmers yeah. like and it was just like i got to see him and he was sort of like looking at his 401k and yeah. like getting excited to retire and i was just like man like if i do this forever like that's gonna be me I'm just going to move like one cubicle closer to a window. <laughs> so I have like a better cube, but like nothing's really going to change. Like that's it. Like, and I just hated seeing what my life could be like in 40 years. And I just said, that's, that's not for me. Like I, you know, even if I fail at being an entrepreneur, like I'd rather, you know, fail than, than just have like the, the sure, the sure thing. Yeah. I'm very similar situation as I was going through my jobs. I kind of, saw myself just kind of evolving there. But the way I really look at that is kind of making someone else's dream come true, opposed to being an entrepreneur and making your own dreams come true. Granted, you need money and you need to survive, but similar mindset there. Great answer. Let's move to number two. What are one or two of the most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur? What can you describe as two of the more difficult parts? Yeah, I mean, so definitely, I feel like in today's day and age, being an entrepreneur is definitely like very much like romanticized. You know, everyone sort of like wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like the cool thing to, to say. But you know, when you're actually doing it, it is, it's tough. And I would say that, you know, the most the toughest thing for me is just sort of like holding myself accountable, you know, not having a boss. And um, <clears throat> just sort of, doing that and knowing and like figuring out like when you can take days off and like and just how you're gonna like you have no one to uh to report to or anything like that so you just have mm -hmm. to be your own boss and your own human resources and your your own everything so it's just it's just really hard sometimes and you to me i feel like i feel like when you're an entrepreneur you actually end up working harder yeah i um, agree 100 <laughs> more hours i you know i find myself working early in the morning and then looking up and it's dinner and when i'm at work you know for something else i'll be looking at my clock seeing the minutes hand go by slowly four o'clock yet you know because you want to go accomplish your own goals but as an entrepreneur you're doing that all day yeah so so it's tough and it's just tough to it's tough to sometimes hold yourself accountable and and just if, if you do slip for a couple days or or whatever um just to get get back on just keep keep grinding yeah you got to stay on top of yourself but you seem to have done a pretty good job at that Let's look at uh let's look at number 3. What is one of your greatest failures? Any point in life, what is one failure that sticks out in your mind and what did it teach you? So, I mean, I would probably say that my most important failure was trying to become a musician. Um basically like when yeah, I Yeah, let's get into that. When I, when I was when I was working, when I was working you know, obviously so I I was like I just I basically I heard house music house music got really really big and I was like oh wow like I think I could do that because I'm good at computers I don't really know music but I'm good at computers and I saw all these house music guys like Avicii age like 23 Afrojack age 22 yeah. just like traveling the world just making awesome stuff with a computer and I was like oh wow like I could do that 
So I tried, I taught myself how to produce all like all while working. And um, the more and more I got into it, the more I started to like make more and more music. And the music was, was solid, never really like uh, got too far with it. But I did eventually quit my job to try to really pursue the music thing. Um, but basically what happened was I kind of learned that in order for people to listen to our music, we needed music videos. Yeah. So, um, so, and I had never, I had never picked up a camera once in my life. And I was like, and, and, um, I was like, you know, we're, I'm just going to shoot my own music videos. And, you know, I shot my first music video and I was like, okay, uh, I, you know, it was good, whatever. It, it was fine. And then we kept doing more and more music videos. And it turned out that I actually enjoyed making the music videos more than I liked making the music itself. And that kind of spawned my whole video career. From there, I kind of was like, oh, wow, like I love making videos so much more than music. And basically from there, I was like, okay, well, how can I make money making videos? I did some Googling. And I was like, okay, well, like wedding videography is, is a good way to get into it where you can get paid, start a business, literally get paid to make videos and, and learn. So I started my own wedding videography company. And that's really how my true entrepreneur journey started. So that failure kind of was a blessing in disguise, it sounded like. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It was it was really responsible for everything. I mean, honestly, like it's like weird to think that because I had no traditional background in in video, which is what I do all day every day now. It's like if I never tried music, I never would have gotten into vi- I may never would have gotten into video. So, yeah, let's touch a little bit more on that music. You know, you I know that you've performed at some pretty cool places. Why don't you share with our listeners how that music went? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was good, you know, um, I did, the, I guess, like, the coolest thing was, like, uh, performing at Bonnaroo. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a really, really cool experience. Um, then we did, like, this, like, CMJ festival in the city. You know, it was good. I mean, it was, it was good. I mean, I, I always felt like, like, um, like our music was much better than, than it got received <laughs> yeah well it takes a lot of time as an entrepreneur for anything to build so maybe it's just on pause it will come back definitely number four out of the big five mike if you could choose to have one conversation and learn from any entrepreneur dead or alive who would that be um so i actually just answered the dead and the alive but i'll do it real quick um so de- dead, like I would just, just real quick, I just say like Steve Jobs, just because I would just love to, you know, obviously he's an awesome entrepreneur or whatever, but I would just love to hear like what he thinks of the direction that Apple's taken. Oh yeah. Not, yeah. You know, Why you not? Know, it would just, yeah. So that would be a cool one. Um, just to like, be like, what the hell? Like there's five different iPhones right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he would be so upset, I think. <laughs> and then, um, and then alive, you know, I would say definitely 100% Elon Musk, just because I feel like, you know, like Elon is the future and just being able to talk to him and like get a sense of like what the, what the future has in store for us would just be incredible. Yeah. Groundbreaking kind of very disruptive stuff he's working on. And Tesla's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, and you know, he's making these rockets, he's going to put people on Mars, all this stuff. So just to hear, would you go to Mars in one of these for early, uh, early runs? I don't know. I think if you go to Mars, you can't come back. So That's, yeah, I don't know if I would. I don't know if come be, back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even. I'll probably never go to space. <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm okay with it as well because if you get sucked in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Good. Good answers. And let's move to number five here. 
Let's talk about where do you see yourself in your entrepreneurial endeavors in one year from today? And after that, we'll look a little longer, maybe five years. But where do you see yourself in one year from today with what you got going on? How do you see yourself evolving? Um, one year, you know, it's both it's both tough because I'm always just changing things, always learning new things as technology improves. Like, you know, you like just so, so much stuff comes up. One, one thing that I'll say is that getting experience doing what I'm doing. I learned, I really learned the difference between being in a products type of business versus a service type of business. So like, so right now I'm in a services type business. Basically I'm trading my time for money. Like I do a job, I get paid, that's it. And, and it's, and it's, you make a great living that way, but I'm ultimately like, I really want to start creating products so that I, it's sort of like, you know, I make the product and then you can, you're not, you're no longer trading time for money. You know, people are buying your products. And um, so that's what I want to get into, you know, digital products, maybe write a book like you did. I'm not going to write a book, <laughs> but obviously that's an incredible product right there. I appreciate it. The Road it. to Redemption. Um, and yeah, like, so so I think that that's what the future has in store for me is trying to get away from services and more products. Where, If you had to pick one direction, where, do you, where are you leaning towards going with those products? I know you said digitally, but what can you? Um, well, there's like, well, uh, it's tough to say. But, you know, like, hmm, how could I explain it? Like, there's all kinds of, like, templates that that can be sold, like, filters that can be sold, tons of stuff like that. Um, You know, like... I'm just going to explain to our listeners who aren't as familiar with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, if you look... So, basically... So, if you, like, look at my Instagram feed, for example, you'll see that my pictures look a lot different than most other people's they have like certain colors and and to them and stuff so so like that's an example of something that i can sell is like you know how to get your pictures looking the way that mine look um so yeah education also i would say is like sort of a product like i could see myself like creating a class maybe i was going to say create a course you know it's very i've been reading a lot about that how people additional ways to make income sell your knowledge yeah you know the time that you put into building your brand share that knowledge with everybody else yeah, absolutely. That's why, you know, like a podcast like this is so valuable because it's free. <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking um, forward to it because deliver value to our you know, future entrepreneurs who are thinking they get discouraged after one letdown when pretty much every day something isn't going right. Whether it's one thing, it's something new for sure. Uh, thanks so much, Mike. I know our listeners will see the value in your episode tonight. I really enjoyed, you know, especially hearing, you know, your dead and alive entrepreneurs, but your journey of really looking over at the guy next to you in the cubicle, I think will resonate with a lot of people sitting in their desk on the fence of, can I do this or can I not? I think that will really help a lot of people. Uh, But it's time for the last word, Mike. Is there something you want to share with our listeners today that we did not get to touch on yet? Well, there's tons. (laughs) We got to pick uh, one thing, one or two things. Yeah, I guess like if I could, if I could leave the listeners with one, with one piece of advice. That'd be um, great. (laughs) <laughs> I would say that I would say that you know one of the big things for me is learning how to manage money better, saving money. Obviously, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be smart with your money. You know, you can't just go buying something some piece of clothing on Instagram because you saw some cool ad. <laughs> um so I guess what I would say is, you know, save your money, be smart, um learn learn how to manage it better and before you make any purchase Ask yourself, will this make me happy? I love that. And I think if you ask yourself that, 
you may you just might not buy it <laughs> might think about it twice exactly <laughs> yeah awesome mike well why don't you go ahead and share your social media website or ways for our listeners to follow your endeavors uh yeah so i mean you know mikegorman.com well actually mike actually so everything i have is like mike the letter x gorman so we so. got mikexgorman.com yeah at mikexgorman on instagram at mikexgorman on instagram um, yeah, I don't really use Twitter that much these days, but... Well, I think Instagram and your website are going to be good resources for our listeners to see the work you can do. Absolutely. And, and to YouTube. reach out to you. And, and YouTube. Yeah. Are you Mike X Gorman as uh, well? Technically, but it's... Uh, yeah, yeah. If you just type Mike Gorman on YouTube, you'll, you'll find me. Mike Gorman also on YouTube. Well, thanks again, guys. And follow the show on Instagram at Your Favorite Morning Podcast and on Twitter at Podcasts by Lancey. Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancy on all social media and YouTube, and my website is www.vincentalancy.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please continue listening and rate what it's really like to be an entrepreneur five stars. I work very hard to find value-delivering stories for you each episode that will certainly resonate with you. As always, I will follow the last word with a quote that inspired me, and I know it will for you too. Don't stop when you're tired. Stop when it's done. Thanks for listening to what it's really like to be an entrepreneur, and I'll see you next week.